0: months of love and devotion and prayer that has been put into these meal plans. And I really pray that they transform you in your life. So I want to give one of you women a meal plan and I am giving it away. All you have to do is the essence of women gives life to everything. She touches with the breath of God oh so fresh on her. Now tell me, why have my women steered to believe contrary? And how can she come home to herself to radiate flow harmoniously within? My name is Eladon Mendez. I am your passionate host. So happy to be here. Welcome to the Amor de Soy series podcast for women, mothers, homeschool mommies, truth lovers aspiring to radiate in health, truth, and light. In other words, self-esteem. Speaking of radiating and healthy self-esteem, Amor de Soy series can help. With me as your coach, you'll be sure to radiate as the woman God created you to be. Learn more by emailing amor de soy series at yahoo.com or click the link in the show notes. Yesterday, we went out to take a trip, a family little day trip to Big Bear, Big Bear, in California. One of the things that I was looking forward to doing is visiting a beautiful apple apple tree that we had seen maybe a year or two back. And I just appreciate the life that this tree is giving. It's like in the middle of a playground. Well, it's not in the middle. I guess I'm saying it's in the middle because in my heart, it's like at the center of everything because it's giving so much life, but it's off to the side in the playground, blending in with other trees that are not apple trees. And I was just so excited because the life that this tree is exuding is just so beautiful. And we get there and I'm just excited to see the tree. We're by the lake. So the kids go and do that first. And as Richard goes on, he's wearing his ranger vest. He's so into nature and ranger. He says the house is just not right for him anymore. That's my boy, my beautiful boy. The house is not right for him anymore. He needs to be out in nature. And so he goes out and he sits by the rocks and he crosses his legs, closes his eyes, and he lifts up his hands, both arms to the side, just like in full meditation mode. And it was so beautiful to see that and i'm happy i got a little video of it and then we eventually make our way to the tree and there's so many apples in it and i'm like man like what is going on here why is there so many apples i mean it's apple it's in season we're in september we're going into apple season but like this is a community-based park so there should be more people that are grabbing these apples and there's not much signs of apples being picked um at least not, not what I, not to the amount that I was expecting. I was expecting there to be fewer apples because there's just so much togetherness and so much gathering around this tree of life and there isn't. And so there we are as a family, we're picking apples, we're eating them, we're excited. We're just like praising God. We're like, God, this is your creation. And we're just talking about how I'm telling my children about this is literally God's creation. He intended the world to be this way. He intended for so much life to be given to us through nature. And this is how we can get nutrients and just so much life. But unfortunately, there's just not enough of that. And so that's why I like to come here. But this is how God intended for us to live. And so people are watching us in awe. They're like, oh my gosh, like what are they doing? Maybe some people might be thinking, and Ezra just wants to hang out by the tree for like 10 more minutes before we leave. And he's like, no, let's hang out here. And Amaris is just having a joyful time picking apples. And it's such a beautiful experience in those short minutes. And so a couple that was, an older couple that was laying on the grass, they come, well, the wife sits on the bench and then the husband approaches and he goes, oh, we can pick this, we can eat these, like, are they safe? I'm like, absolutely, this is the best thing you can possibly put in your body, this is God's creation, and then Ezra walks over to him, hands him him an apple, and he's like, wow, thank you. So he comes over and he starts joining us, grabbing apples, and then the family starts asking, like, oh my gosh, like, you can eat these, I live here and I never grab them, are they safe? I'm like, they are absolutely, this is the best thing you can put into your body, especially in the morning on an empty stomach. And so they start picking some apples and then we head out, we're getting into the car, we say goodbye and we say, enjoy your apples. And as we're leaving, there's more people gathering in the tree and there's more people going and Ezra notices, he's like, wow, we inspired all these people to come grab apples. So I'm just so happy that my boy gets to feel in his heart what inspiration is. And that wasn't the first time he knows very much about what inspiration is and how he's very much a leader and how he has the power to inspire. And so it just also, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. The sweet, obviously, the taste of those juicy apples. I just had one right now. It's the best thing. Like, I'm enriching myself with so much vitality by taking a beautiful, fruitful bite of this beautiful, glorious golden apple. Beautiful, 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 the power. Thank you, Lord. And while I'm doing that, I'm just also thinking about the bitter part of it where you know this was once our world this is a god intended world and because we are run by elites and you know there's so many agendas that few people know about it's just they're steering us further and further away from the truth and that and that is the center of the truth and how god intended for us for us to live in nature and togetherness and community And so there's just so much distraction and addictions, denied addictions that are going on and they're steering us away from God's true intentions in this life, in earth and nature and how we should provide ourselves with vitality and fruitfulness, literally and figuratively. And so that's the bitter side of it, how far gone we have been steered away from the truth that people are asking me, is this safe to eat? That there's not a lot of people gathering and grabbing apples until they see a family literally yanking an apple off the tree and taking a bite and enjoying it and laughing with their children. That's how far gone we are that people need to ask if that is safe. And that's how much brainwashing has been occurring. I wanted to share that. I totally wanted to share that today. Um, On to exciting things. This episode has a giveaway, giveaway. I'm so excited. So I have finalized after months, after months of putting this meal plan together, this alkaline, a more diso eating meal plan. You guys, I literally put myself through the trenches making this because I was in it. I was, I thought I knew what health was and what to put into my body, but that wasn't it. And I was so strict on it, and never buy meat. So I was like, I'm totally doing it. But apparently, I wasn't doing it because I had so much more to learn. And everything that I learned, everything that I went through the trenches, through the withdrawal process, the transition process, it's all in there. And now you are getting it. You are getting it, my women. This is going to change your life. So, I want to gift one of you listeners this beautiful Amor de eating meal plan that will absolutely change your life. So we're gonna dedicate this episode to health. That's where we're going with this, health and truth and vitality and God, because that is the center of the Amor de eating meal plan. It's centered around faith, truth-based knowledge and conquering free will. And it's all guided, it's all guided. And I'm so excited for it. The challenge for most people, I don't think at this point there's a challenge because there's just so much truth that's being spread that even if people don't acknowledge it as the truth, they're starting to question things. So if you're excited about changing your life and you know something's not right and you know the doctors aren't helping you, you got to change the way that you're eating. It's like, how do I eat? When do I eat? That's in the meal plan and that's going to help you absolutely change your life for the better. Of course, it's going to come with its challenges as with anything that you have to change, any addiction, because right now there's so much food addiction that is happening, and it's denied, and it's in our faces. It's in every corner. It's affecting our mood, our behaviors, our thoughts, and our feelings, and it's doing it to our very young children now. at this point with all the additives, and do you guys know the way that the grocery store is set up is so that you can buy and shop. Let's start off with children items. Well, they're very attractive. They're very colorful. They're very vibrant and cartoony and they have their favorite characters on them and they're not at your eye level. So they're not high up on the shelves. They're down in the mid level so that it's at your children's level because they're the ones that are gonna shop. They're the ones that are gonna cause this tantrum, which by the way is not natural and my kids have never because I consciously parented with love and so much intention and attention and while raising sovereign beings. And so because they know your kids are on all these things, plus the stuff that they're giving your kids, making you think it's healthy every time you go to the doctor, you know what I mean? Well, because of all these things, they know that they're going to most likely have a flare up or a meltdown or something like that. And they're going to eventually cause you to get the treat. Another way that the grocery store is set up is as soon as you walk in, they got you smelling bread, they got you smelling the food. If they have um, a food station where they're cooking food, um they want you smelling this they want your senses already activated so your glands are already salivating they want that they want your senses to be activated as soon as you walk in both senses and mood because here's your kid and he's like gimme 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 and so another great tip when you're going grocery shopping is don't go in there hungry because then you're gonna pick up a lot of these um crappy foods so go in there with a happy healthy tummy Um, that has been fed nutritiously. And, you know, have your free will in that bag, girl. Free will. Freedom of choice and making a good choice and uh, aware, educated choice. So that's one of the ways. So they're not setting us up to win, but we think it's normal because it's where we are. We're surrounded by it. But if you go and if you were to go out and step out into other countries, you are going to absolutely face the opposite. You're gonna be like, what in the world am I surrounded by? But because we're in it and a lot of people aren't moving, not even countries, but even like cities where, I mean, I move cities and I'm in a slower paced. I mean, I'm not even in a city anymore, people we are not set up to win out here so that's why we have to have free will we have to make educated choices and decisions filled with knowledge and wisdom and conquer addiction because there's a lot of food addiction and stop the denial because it's unhealthy i feel like when women gather they use that for a time of body shaming themselves or talking about their flaws or what diet they're on or how they should eat and what they're doing. And it's like never ending. You know, it's like my mom will see somebody or now my sisters are doing it or like other people, other women that you hear. And that's all they talk about. It's like, are you going to talk about that for the rest of your life and like be looking the same, be feeling the same? Or are you going to take action into actually respecting your body and respecting yourself and respecting your life in the way that we all should and we all should encourage each other to do i mean and just imagine like going with your girlfriends and saying hey like i really want to encourage you to keep eating healthy like at least let's go grocery shopping together and let's hold each other accountable for the items that you're grabbing. If, if you have trouble with just starting there, you know, grab a buddy, grab a girlfriend, grab a family member, like let's go grocery shopping and hold each other accountable. Let's write out a list so we're, our our senses are not flared up and determining what decisions we're making. We're going to have a list of non-negotiables and this is what we're getting. Anything on not on that list, we're not getting, we're not visiting, we're not walking by, we're just not even going to look at it. We're just simply going for what's on our list and that's it. Or another way you can do that. I mean, I have, I have my clients do this. If they join not only the self-love, but they join the health, you know, send me a picture of everything that you eat. Every time you eat, log it in. And that's a way for accountability. Lots of trainers do that. Um, you can do it with a friend. Anytime, anytime you're about to eat something, you send it no matter what it is whether it's in alignment with your goals, your eating goals and your health goals, or whether it's not at the same time, what it's going to do is it's going to keep you accountable and it's going to help encourage you of, okay, this is what I should do next time. I should do this next time for making a better choice and moving on from that. You know, one of the things that used to really have me fall off of my game, my clean eating game, like super strict, my workout game, like I was doing, I would do so good and then I would fall off. The moment I would have just one meal that was non-aligned with the goal, I would feel like, okay, everything's in the trash. Everything's gone to waste. I might as well keep eating. And then it wasn't until I was a few pounds heavier that I was like, I need to go back and I need to, get to where I'm at, and then I would get to a good point where I'm comfortable and have a bad meal, and then go back and say, well, everything's down the way, so I might as well eat. And it was just absolutely ridiculous, and it wasn't me honoring myself. At the end of the day, I wasn't respecting myself. Like, I so cheerfully claimed and so pridefully claimed the self-respect. It's like, girl, you, you're actually not. And that's why it took me a long time, because it came down to self-respect, and it was so hard to admit, like, Eladin, you don't have the self-respect that you say you do, because you're not honoring your word you're not honoring your commitments you're falling off and it's become a pattern like what's going on here and so on the last year of being in my 20s if you go back to the episode of my self-love birthday that's the year where i said i'm not going to continue this pattern and I'm going to be the best me. I'm not just going to be it for a while. I'm going to be it consistently and then elevate from there because I am ever evolving and I am allowed to have a cheat meal, but that's not going to determine me falling off. It's not going to determine my success because we're continuing here. It's, it was just a moment of let's say pleasure, right? Because there's a lot of pleasure in these foods that activate the brain. So it's just a moment. Um, We have family gatherings. I eat things that are not aligned with the health goal. But am I making it mean something about me having to fall off and go gain a few extra pounds to then only come back to that cycle? It just got old after a while. And I had to It was a hard pill to swallow. Like, Eladon, you're just not having the respect and the self-love that you claim to have. I was like, oh my gosh, that was like not fun to admit. Nonetheless, it led me to where I am today. And I've been the most consistent that I've ever been. I've been maintaining myself. And so because I'm doing that, it's now easier to even elevate and create new goals for myself, which is what I'm doing now. And that's the path that I'm on now. I'm no longer falling off. And I still enjoy these meals. And, you know, while I'm strict, I don't usually restrict myself. I also enjoy other foods like you know I'm not vegan, um, alkaline. And so it's not like it's restrictive. There's periods where it's more strict than other periods. But to say it's restrictive, no, like I like my women to enjoy a thing here and there. But that's that. It's a moment and it's not a label on it's not to label it as failure. That's not what's happening. What's happening is you're either doing it for, for cultural reasons, like we're together with a family, family, community. And, and that's something that we're, we have our hearts set on because we grew up on it. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of sentimental. And we're made for this. We're made for gathering. And we're made for togetherness. And food is something that does that. It brings a lot of togetherness. It It brings a lot of gathering i mean look at thanksgiving look at the holidays food is like a huge part of it and so to say it's restrictive in that sense or to say there's no enjoyment would not be accurate but it's more aware and it's more self-regulating so when you find yourself mentally struggling and thinking that it has to mean something about you or if it has to determine the success no we're not doing that anymore we're going to become aware of it we're going to self-regulate we're going to journal we're going to bring ourselves back to our plan and carry on because it's lifelong it's now a lifestyle it's not a marathon that you're training for and then it's over and then that's it so i don't use the word boring in my vocabulary and i'm passing that down to my children because my mama taught me if you use the word boring then it is pendeja and we're not pendejas here and so I held on to that as a kid, as a high schooler, like, and I held on to it passionately, not because I had to. I actually liked it. I'm like, damn, like, my mom is right. We're choosing boredom. We're not bored. We're just choosing it. So she'd say, you know, if you want to use the word bored or if you want to go there, I'm going to give you something to do. There's so much to do. You can go clean the house. You can go pick up the broom. You can do whatever it is. But to say that you're bored is not. She would, I mean, Again, my mom, Dona Estela, she is a vicious woman, and so it was laid down to us viciously. But I liked it. I, I, I and I respected it and I applied it and then when I was in high school, I would see how I'm so thankful for that because you would see kids that are just bored and droopy with a low attitude. And I'm like, what is wrong with these kids? Like they shouldn't be this way. They should be lively and they should be happy and joyous and creative. And that was my mentality. So I pass it down to my children. I don't use the same words as her. (laughs) I don't use the same words that my mom did I say. we don't use that word in our family that word is trash for us because it's a choice and we are creators god made us to create so there's always something to create and anyway this is all leading me to saying how i don't use the word boring but dear oh dear do i find it so boring when women start talking about food and diets because it just sounds like a hamster wheel cycle. It sounds repetitive and it sounds sorry. And it sounds like full of excuses. Just this last time we were at, and mom started talking about healthy eating. And then I was so into it at first. I was excited, but then she just went on with excuses after excuses as to why she can't. And I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here. So I walked away to my car, get something and came back. The conversation was changed. All right, cool. And that was that. I am not the one to partake in women talking about what they're eating, what they're doing, how they're not losing. It's just like, I mean, I don't really go to Zumba, but what I hear some people say is you go to Zumba and there's just a lot of chit-chat and women are looking the same. There's not a lot of progress. I feel like it's the same thing. Like you just want to chit-chat and talk all this talk about food diets and all this nonsense and you're looking the same. It's like, what good is it doing you? And I just find it so pointless and senseless and a waste of time and i don't want to be around that i don't want to be around that because my time is valuable if we're going to talk about food and nutrition have it be truth and now you're probably thinking well you can initiate that in these conversations when these women are doing it and of course i lead it and i say it but then it becomes not that it becomes because then i don't partake in it but because people are so programmed and conditioned into a certain way and that's what it is and that's their truth well okay if you have an open mind to have this conversation and you want to have an open mind to expanding your knowledge or at least hearing another perspective that you don't agree with then I'll engage in it like passionately but other than that I'm not there to waste my time And so uh, it's just so much talk and it's everywhere. And I think it's just the most ridiculous time-wasting thing in the world. And like women are so into these conversations. And I'm like, oh, can you just expand your knowledge, please? Like just go out and out of what you know, out of what you've been trying, because clearly it's not working. And talking about it isn't going to help you either. Like, can you just expand your scope of knowledge? Can you uh, expand your scope of vision? Lord, So I just can't with that. Okay. This leads me to feeling insulted, not me personally, but the whole topic of insults. If you feel insulted by certain things and you want to react to them, that's low awareness levels and low consciousness. Okay. So when you're hearing something outside of what you're used to, I encourage you to have a vast and open mind and open heart to learning, to seeing where it's going to take you. Because if you look at the facts, the facts being the numbers and your current life situation and your current patterns, if you were to look and it looks the same and you feel the same, if not worse, at least have that emotion of being triggered, have it be a good sign of it leading you into things that you need to become aware of. And so once you do that, you can begin to expand your scope of knowledge, expand your scope of emotions and being out of a rut of feeling sorry for yourself. And let that lead you be excited about being triggered or feeling like you've been insulted. Why do I feel this way? What is it trying to tell me? Because if you do that, if you start with that, that will lead you to growth. It can only lead you to growth and discovering something new about yourself. Even if you feel like you don't believe it at first, just don't. You don't have to believe or agree or understand, but have an open mind and see where that can lead you. See the possibility of where this can take you. I strongly feel that women who are insulted or feel insulted is because they allowed it or because they agree with it and there's no other way if something can insult you it's because you feel that way and you know it's true and it triggered you or you agree with it there's no other way if you know who you are in the bottom of your heart and you respect and love yourself nothing can insult you the only person that can insult you is truly yourself nothing else can because then when you are grounded in that and you do the work to get there dear lord your perspective will be night and day nothing can insult you at that point point. and the best example i've had of this is in my self-esteem class that i took in college and mr adam gave us the example of this so there's this two kids right and one's calling out the other saying, I don't like your hair. Your hair is green. It's a hideous color. It's just not it. But you know your truth. You look in the mirror and you're like, well, my hair is black and it's luscious. This guy is absolutely not even talking about me. Whatever he's saying, it's not about me. It's about him and how he sees. It has nothing to do with me. I know my truth. And this can be applied to anything. As long as you look in the mirror and you know your truth and you're grounded in who you are. But the problem is women aren't doing that. And we don't know who we are. And we're blaming motherhood on losing our identity. All these other outside factors that are not within, we're not looking within, that's a problem. And so how are you not gonna get, if you're not doing these things, how, how? How are you not gonna be insulted? if that's happening or not happening. And so that's a little perspective on insults. Anyhow, back to health, back to truth. I'm so excited about this meal plan because it is just unlike anything I've done before, unlike anything I've seen before, and unlike anything really that's Out there that should be out there because it leads to truth. In the episode that I did on alkalinity, it's you're choosing either life or death. And a lot of people may not see it that way because it's not like, okay, you bite the wrong food and then you plop dead. It's like, no, that's wrong because people are so visual and sense driven. But it's like, no, it's a gradual death. It's a low frequency death. It's like, first, you have the diseases. I mean, first, the moods, the addictions that are denied the foggy thoughts the low energy the need for coffee and another addiction there that's denied and it's like this is all just clouding the mind it's clouding judgment it's clouding what is truth or what you're just being shoved down your throat and allowing it without putting your free will in place this meal plan is revealing truths that are like seriously like this this is what we haven't been taught this is what we didn't learn because instead we were learning lies that we're told is the way and the healthy way and we're doing it our families are doing it the neighbors are doing it everybody's doing it our peers or teachers and so this must be the way and so we're conditioned in that also oh heavily and so my meal plan takes you outside of that so you need to come into this meal plan with an open heart and an open mind. It's a more joyous so eating, a more joyous so eating. I'm going to eat in a way that honors me and honors the love I have for myself and it honors the love and the respect that I have for my body. Above all, it honors God's creations and how he intended intended us to be nurtured how he intended for us to have nutrients in our body by the gift of life itself from seeds and fertilization that takes place in the soil and all that beauty and all that life that's happening. And again, I want to say I'm not vegan. I'm not vegan. I'm alkaline. And so there's this 80-20 rule where you can have, I I think I'm mostly 90% alkaline, but then sometimes it'll it'll switch but it's mainly alkaline and it'll go from be having 80 percent of your food be alkaline and then the other 20 percent can be acidic because then the alkalinity is going to overrule and you're still going to maintain your blood ph levels in a level that's alkaline that is not acid forming also you know which welcomes to season the cancers and all these other things that doctors don't know where they come from. Apparently, so because we're so driven by our senses, um, so take sight for example. When we're seeing somebody lose all these pounds on a certain diet, like a fat diet, we think this is it because we're so driven by changing our body image that the focus is not even health and feeling better. The focus is. Oh, I want to just drop 10 pounds. Guess what? When I ask my women, when I am coaching my women, and I'm like, what do you truly desire? Uh, you know what? I just want to be happy. Like, forget, forget how many pounds lost, pounds lost, forget the number. They're not saying this, but I'm catching them, right? It's my job to give them what's happening with the silence and the in between and the frequencies. It's like, girl. Did you just hear yourself? Did you mention any numbers? And she's like, oh, shoot, I have goosebumps right now because it's a total mind to F. My girl, tell me, did you mention any numbers? Was there talk about body image? Was there talk about numbers? None of that was mentioned when I asked you what you truly, truly desire and what you truly want. You mentioned happiness and peace, and that's what you want. And so now you're able to see all this number talk, all this body image talk. it's coming from a conditioned mind. but when you tap into who you really are, insert name here, when you ask her, she has a different answer. But when you want to remain on the surface level, you're going to give a completely different answer that is not you. why? Because who is that? Where is that coming from? the conditioning It's coming from. Outside voices. It's coming from outside opinions. It's coming from um, marketing in these uh, fashion industries. It's coming from someone who said hurtful things to you. That's who's talking. It's not really you. But when you come and sit with me in an intimate, safe place of truth and love and faith and honor and beauty, your answer is going to be the highest you. And what does this beautiful woman want that's in front of me? Well, (laughs) she wants love and peace and happiness beautiful isn't it and that's a self-discovery and that's a whole moment that happens and it is beautiful to discover the true inner truth within. It is powerful. It is riveting. A shift happens instantly. And I do it every session with my women. It happens every session. There's no way that you're going to work with me and not have a shift happen every single session because there's so much beauty. There's so much shadow work. There's so much truth to unveil. So many patterns. So much life to live. And for your children, it's just beautiful. Again, click the links in my bio. I mean... (laughs) you go on instagram but there they are in the description so my women you're so stuck in the noise so in the surface level like come truly within and see what you really want so instead of being so sense driven of like oh my gosh she looks good and i want to look like that and i want to look like a certain thing and like drop this many numbers and number 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 it's not truly about that you truly just want health and vitality and you want to feel good and you want to have peace peace in your own mind you don't want to be not even being able to not even like who you see in the mirror. Like that's not life and you got to stop doing that. That's not life. I want you to love who you see in the mirror. And again, we have exercises for that, but enough of that, enough of the poor self talk, which usually again, are recycled opinions and the judgment of others and all the noise that you're not shutting out because we need self-regulation to happen. And now there just has to be a whole shift with my women. And that's why I'm here. And I love putting it to you. I am so passionate about this because I know what you truly are and how God brought you to this earth. And my women can't see that because so much BS that's happening in personal lives, in the conditioning, in the environment, in the way our brain is wired like so many beautiful things and it all comes down to it being beautiful and then having free will in order to change that and of course hiring someone like you can do this alone but it's going to take you longer you're going to struggle and if you think you're already doing it because you're listening to only podcasts I'm telling you right now if you're listening to this podcast I love you for it but it's not going to get you to where you need to be because you're not getting the how and I'm not I don't have you in front of me I can't see your patterns I can't pick up your energy. I can't pick up your vibe. I don't know the backstory. I haven't sent you no questionnaires. We haven't gone through any exercises. So while you're listening to many podcasts, mine or others, and you're doing affirmations and you're eating better, that's good. That's like great self-care. But if you really want to cause a change and a shift, you need to get to the root. And you need to truly know who you are in order to do this. It's like, again, as I've mentioned, you can't just paint over a wall that's like crummy and patchy. You can't just put a beautiful new coat on it. You have to sand it down. Well, that's kind of like what we do here. We sand it all down so that whatever newness you want to start claiming in your life, it'll really stick because there's nothing that's... um, uprooting from that old root that older root has been taken care of again healing is non-linear and things will come up and of course there's so many identity shifts that happen in journeys like this of self-transformation and so yeah my women there just needs to be a whole shift in the whole dynamic of what is womanhood we're not even taught how to be women men are not taught how to be men and so let's take that self-responsibility and let's become aware of what we're doing and what we're putting into our bodies because we're not set out here to win. They're not setting us up that way because they don't want us as winners. They want us as um, docile is the word I'll pick. There's so many truths to be learned about food. You're gonna get this in the Amor Soy eating meal plan. Um, My favorite part, there's a self-care section that is going on in the meal plan. So it's helping you heal your relationship with food, you guys. Whether you think you have one or not, you have a relationship with food. And I love sharing my own because we're all human and it's all beautiful. So one of the things I had to heal was feeling uh scarcity scarcity around food like feeling like it was going to run out so as if i had to hog some of it uh, especially with my snacks i mean we all kind of do that from time to time right we have snacks but i think mine was kind of overboard and i didn't want to share any and it sounds funny and ridiculous and you're like oh my gosh that's funny but it it actually roots to somewhere and it's actually causing an unhealthy relationship with food, and it's affecting the ways that you eat or may overeat. And that's just a very basic one, but it could go down to women who eat their emotions. And it's said that with certain foods, certain foods triggers, when you're feeling a certain way, uh, there's a food that will give you comfort for just that moment. So if you're feeling maybe sad Or, you know, you want to feel some love, you reach for the chocolate or you reach for the sweets, you know, something sweet. Um, And if you're probably angry or you don't, you feel frustrated, maybe you want to like crunch on things. So maybe like some chips. So I know a lot of women who are eating their emotions and are emotional eaters. Or maybe even out of boredom, like, I don't know what to do with myself right now. I don't want to face myself. I don't want to face my thoughts. I'm going to go eat. And there's a lot of this that happens also through self-protection. You want to stay a certain size because there was harm done to you. And you just want to keep your body in a larger size because it feels safer to you. There's so many reasons. There's so many unique reasons. I've had clients of so many unique reasons. And we even get into the cooking. And, you know, that might sound like it's not as fun and exciting. But the things that we discover of how it relates to their environment that they grew up in and from watching their mom and their dad and how they're now applying it to their family life for really no reason, really, when they ask the true self what they think, it's like, I think the total opposite. And it's a total mind of when they make the connection of where their poor belief systems are coming from. And they find out that it's not really them. And it's not even who they are. It's so much beauty that happens. So you will learn about yourself in this meal plan as well, because I have a section of the book where you can print out a self healing, a self care, portion of it and that will include you healing your relationship with food. It's going to hold you accountable as where as well there's some tracking sheets for what you're eating and how you're feeling because again what you put into your body is going to affect your moods and your thoughts. And so I have that included in there. I have I have Sunday prep lists and how you can prepare for your Sunday so there's a checklist provided for that. It just really sets you up to win. If you follow this meal plan to the T and you are determined to change your life, and stick to it and see how your transition process goes, which is so exciting because then you'll realize like, wow, I really did have a food addiction and I was in denial. And this, fo- this longing and this desire for this f- type of foods or feelings and cravings really had a control over me. And so there's a portion of that to become self-aware of these things because I don't just want you to eat a certain way and not even know why or the how, Or the what i want you to know about yourself i want you to learn about yourself during this process and why you're reaching for the foods that you're reaching for and how can you become a better woman and how can you affect your your family life later in the long run by simply you becoming a better version of yourself and so there's grocery lists for you to write out what you need to get in the grocery when you're going so that you don't grab items that you don't need to grab and there's just a lot of accountability happening in this meal plan there's a lot of self-awareness that's going to happen in this meal plan and it's going to bring you conscious to these things that you probably didn't give thought before or thought yeah it just didn't have it because it wasn't in your scope of thinking of your scope of mind or your everyday autopilot and so this meal plan is really going to bring you outside of that so there's a lot of unlearning that's also going to happen in the Amordiso eating plan because again it's outside of what we've been taught it truly is it's all very beautiful and of course there's encouragement in there for you to keep going and to understand why you're doing what you're doing and why what you put into your body matters it's not just here's what you eat and there and you're on your way no i also have a breakdown of your i have a page where it's personal. And what you'll see there is your weight. It's going to have your body fat percentage. It's going to have your um, basal metabolic rate. It's going to have your BMI, your body mass index. And you're going to have all of that broken down on that sheet. Like, what is this? Why do I need to know it? What is my current numbers? And where do I want to get to? Where should I get to to be at least on a healthy, um, healthy range? And you're going to learn about these things in this meal plan. So there's so much richness, so much value, so many months of love and devotion and prayer that has been put into these meal plans. And I really pray that they transform you in your life. So I want to give one of you women a meal plan and I am giving it away All you have to do is, of course, listen in, write a review on this podcast on what you like about this podcast, your favorite episode, anything that just is striking to you. If I probably nudge you in all the good slash, I don't know, good ways, but you know, in the end of the day, it's good because I want you to become self aware. I need you to stop feeling sorry for yourself and I need you to be there for your daughters. So let me know, listen in, write a review. And then share that on, share the podcast on your Instagram stories and tag me. And that is how you can be entered to win. Oh my gosh, I wish all of you had it in your hands and you can, it's ready. i put so much love into this meal plan. So get in on this giveaway and I will announce the winner in next week's episode. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here and god bless you guys have such a blessed day you are in control of your day and of your health and of your wealth and it can start literally right now right now as i'm saying goodbye to you breathe in prosperity and love <sighs> breathe out whatever doesn't serve you and it's going to create a mental image take note of that and it's going to reveal something to you and you're going to be whoo what was that and then you're going to do that every day and you're going to learn more about yourself all right my beautiful women till next week Thank you so much for tuning in to the Amor de Soy series podcast. My name is Elidan Mendez, here to serve you, here to inspire you, here to welcome you and pray for you, you guys. I want to do this for you and for all of our sisters and all of our daughters. So please make sure to share and spread the word because once we do that, we can all just be in our essence together and empower the world because the power of women is almost indescribable. And make sure to share on the social media, leave a review, write down a review, write down your takeaway, write down what inspired you, write down what you want our women to know, our daughters to know. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you to the bottom of my heart and and more. (laughs) Till next time.